All right, so last time, uh, Grant, and by extension, the rest of you, got summoned to the Spring Court because uh, down in their super secret biomancy laboratory, they were reconstituting, recreating. They didn't have like fossils or anything. They were just doing it off of like journal entries. So I guess recreating. Uh, a parasite that Adol previously drove to extinction. This is a parasite that pair bonds and then like burrows inside of other bigger creatures. And if it is extracted or harmed or killed, it kills its host basically instantly. And also triggers the same reaction in its mated pair. And a changeling, his wife, their son, and a human child have a network of these insects set up inside of them. So you all have been asked to solve this. Grant and Dweer went to the summer court to see if they can figure out a way to like put the changeling under without him noticing so that they could safely extract it without him triggering the insect on purpose Steiner looked over a whole bunch of research notes and unfortunately hit a ton of dead ends basically and uh Roxanne had the idea of, hey, uh, I'm going to just go, like, talk to the blind air, because this is ancient knowledge, and the blind air should have all the ancient knowledge. And the blind air said, no, uh, I don't, but Adol mm-hmm. probably does. So go talk to them. And, uh, well, Roxanne did exactly that, and she is currently in the tunnel underneath California trying to come up with literally anything to tempt Adol into giving this information. <sighs> so, Roxanne, uh, out of character, you've had a bit to think about this, but in character, uh, we're rejoining the scene a mere couple seconds later. So, again, the fragments of you that Adel tore out of you back in July are currently stalking towards you. Not not quite menacingly, their body language and their facial expression, which is, again, your face, uh, is one of, like, curiosity, almost childlike curiosity, but they do have a distinct menace to their presence. So, what do you say to this person in this tunnel. Well, I mean, I'll work out my thought process for you here, since I may as well go for some fucking content here. Uh, I love content. (laughs) I figure that being a immortal godlike being trapped in a trapped under a hunk of earth for X amount of time. I don't really think I can tempt him with an object of any sort because like he can just they can just go get it as soon as as soon as they're free. 
like going, oh, I'll give you this, I'll give you that, uh, doesn't really feel like a worthwhile proposition. So then I feel like the only other things I can provide are either some sort of service or some sort of, uh, see, no, that wouldn't work either. So I guess it would just have to be like some sort of service. So I have it in my head that the best thing I can provide is I can offer from now until I hate this idea, but I'm going to say it from now until uh, whatever day we're supposed to kill him. I could offer to come back and help keep him company for the whatever amount of time they, in whatever manner they deem most interesting within reason, you know, no, like, uh, breaking my bones like twigs or anything like that. Like, if you want to talk, I will talk. If you want to fight, we'll fight. Any, any sort of thing that would make their, uh, imprisonment more interesting for the small time frame relatively that is left I figure would be the only thing I could really offer huh like hey I know you want to kill us and I have no like it's just like I know that you want to kill us I know that you probably will and I'm not laboring in under any misconceptions about it. That this is going to change anything. But it's the only thing I could think to offer that you can't just get. I, I, Cat, the DM, have a kind of manic smile on my face that I can't get rid of because, wow, Chloe. That's real. That's a real good thing you're putting in my lap. Also, yeah, it was basically like you were talking about how I think you were talking about how you wish you had gotten the chance to like have people interact with Adel more. And hey, I'm giving you this opportunity right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's pretty excellent. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so you offer up to Adel basically company on demand. As long as it doesn't interfere with my raven duties and it's right, not right. an unreasonable request, I will come and keep him company should they need it. And he looks, he looks at first kind of shot like what what did you just offer me i'm sorry are you well do you need to do you need to go home do you want to take that one again <laughs> look i know i'm trying to kill you but are, are, you, are you okay <laughs> are you like are you like going through some shit is this a cry for help hold on hold on hold on we need to, we need to talk about you for a second <laughs> Uh, but 
eventually the 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 surprise kind of fades out and they look they look interested they seem to sort of pace about a little bit and they're they're muttering under their breath in a way that is like it is a almost mirror perfect match for when the king of spring talks to himself Oh, that's so charming. Don't make this charming. I hate this. <laughs> but eventually he settles and he has a he has a kind of bemused look on his face as he turns back to you and says, I am surprised that you found an idea so desirable to me will absolutely accept these terms. And they hold out their hand to shake. I shake their hand. And you feel that there is a a fucking binding spell being placed on the both of you. This isn't just a verbal agreement. This is being enforced magically. This is a fey agreement. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I can only think of a couple dozen things off the top of my head. This is the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. No, it's great. Shut up. I'm a genius and I'm a great role player. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not denying that you're a great role player. Also, you're a genius. I am. Oh, this is actually great. Yeah, this is a real good idea. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so Adel just sort of like half falls, half sits backwards and then is like sort of floating in a reclined way in the air. Crosses one leg over the other, puts puts an elbow on the knee, puts their chin in their palm and is sort of like like thinking at you. It's like kind of wiggling their head side to side, recalling long discarded memories. And they perk up and they say, so what exactly are you seeking from me? Do you wish to know how to kill them? How to break their bonds? What do you need? Well, breaking their bonds would be useful information. A pair of changelings have placed pairs of the parasite within them as a sort of hostage-taking measure between themselves, their child, and a human child in an effort to uh, barter from their for their freedom from their work in the spring court. And I would like to have this solved without anyone coming to undo harm. Or dead, preferably. Well, the way that I severed their pair bonds back when I was hunting them is that I wielded a broken heart as a sword against them 
cut their bonds apart, never to be reformed. Oh, that makes perfect sense, actually. Hang on, hold on, let me just, uh, yeah, I got one of those in my tool drawer. All right, we're good. Look, we just need to get in Full contact work. with the band, yes. Nah, sorry. <laughs> I'm not the owner of Broken Heart. Okay, but you are better than. You're not much better than the lo- owner of a lonely heart. incredibly useful information. Thank you. I have to deal with my duties as a raven, but when I'm done, I will be back. Unless you would prefer I come on another day. I will call you. You will know when you are wanted. I thought as much. As strange as it feels to say this, have a good day. And you, little actor. I'm gonna just teleport out. <laughs> oh boy. So I go pick up Steiner. Who <laughs> 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 I just left. Yeah, I forgot to mention it in the recap, but uh, Steiner was just kind of ditched in Elysium. Well, you are alive, so that's a positive. Please, what happened? basically offered them company to while away the time while they were trapped there. And, in return, I got the information I needed. Alright, well, we're going to go over all the ways this was a bad idea later. We do actually have a job to do, and uh, tell me you at least know how to kill these things now? I mean, I know how to break their bonds. Killing them doesn't seem like a big issue. Alright, bonds is good, too. So what do we need? We need to wield a sword. Or a weapon? Was that the phrase? A weapon? Adel framed it as a sword, but it could probably be any weapon. Probably God. best to have it be bladed. A gun. Uh, <laughs> Shot with the heart. <laughs> anyway. We need a weapon made from a broken heart. Uh, Alright. Like a literal broken heart, or like the concept? I mean, I don't think... Mm, I probably should have asked for... Mm, I should have asked for... Specific, specific, you are specific. not going back to clarify. <sighs> On no circumstances. None. we just... We'll work on the assumption that he was being literal. I mean, we know somebody who can make weird things into ores and forge those into weapons, so I... Yes, that's the only reason why I'm not just being incredibly sarcastic right now. Yes, we just... (sighs) Do 
we have to commit a murder? Is that what we're going to have to do? Murder? And Roxanne, I would like to remind you that you asked your question for your boss from beyond was what can hurt it? And I gave you a knife made of a material that post-its couldn't identify. Oh, right. Thank you for the reminder. Mm -hmm. So a knife made from material that all of that would also conceivably be the broken heart. So what breaks the bond could also be what kills them. All right. So we need a broken heart. Are we going to have to do a murder? Is that what we're going to have to do? I hope not. I mean, I did specify to them that I want—I didn't want anybody to die. And I feel like if it was going to involve somebody's death, they would have specified to that fact. Grave robbing it is. I could go find some recently dead grieving widows. Or, you know, maybe let's go figure out what we're going to need before we... Uh, okay. I wonder what Grant's up to. Hey, yeah. wonder what Grant's up to. Hey, Grant. Yeah. What are you up to? I'm still fucking trying to figure out where the fuck my friends went. Yeah, I do recall that we sort of left you like you finished up as much as you could in the summer court and you went back to the spring court to reconvene with everybody and were told by Princess Quenso that uh, the rest of your team kind of fucked off to another dimension and didn't explain themselves too well. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so like maybe that. actually I go back to where Grant is. <laughs> I bring Steiner <laughs> with me because that makes the most sense. All right, they, I guess they pop into existence next to me. I'm like, there you fucking, what the hell? Minor detour. No big deal. Okay, sure. But also, what the hell? I mean, you want a full explanation? I, I took Steiner with me to Elysium. Okay, there we go. Thank you. It's a long story short. We know what we need. We need to forge a broken heart into a sword and we use that to cut the bonds of these things and I guess that also may kill them or something I'm not sure well I've found a way to get what's his name to sleep without him suspecting anything so that way we could potentially get it extracted so we don't we don't want him like triggering the suicide spell without you know then kill four people including him right yeah so i guess we're going to go make a knife and do some amateur surgery yeah i guess so <sighs> i suppose it would be only appropriate to ask the forge master how what exactly we need to make this blade before we start grave robbing people. Why would you immediately go to grave robbing? Well, Why because we didn't your... want to murder anyone. Why would you immediately go to murder? How else are you supposed to get a heart? 
Oh my god. Have okay. you tried flowers gonna, and chocolate? I'm gonna go <laughs> give this man some ma magic anesthesia while you try not to kill anyone. Goodbye. No, seriously, explain to me how else you are supposed to acquire a broken heart. Goodbye, I'm going. Besides Goodbye. dating, but I don't want to get into that right now. I don't think you've ever fine. wanted to get into that. You've got that. so much of your life ahead of you. Especially now. More years than you thought. Just glare at... <laughs> just glare at Roxanne. <laughs> Steiner, it's okay if you don't ever want to date anyone. It's fine. We're not going... Can we not get into my love life yet? Why don't we save this conversation for after we are not working and when the world's not ending? Or for never. Anyway, I'm going to go... Like, since... Since they have an idea of how to get this done, I'm gonna go get the spell ready. Yeah, alright. Basically what happened at the end of your last segment before this session was Dweer had to like go talk with some people about getting a specialist in in this sort of anesthetic spell. But then they had to figure out, like, you know, how do we bring this person down into the bowels of the guild hall without right. it being a problem? And you were told to, like, go make yourself useful until Dweer figures it out. Okay. Actually, actually if, mm -hmm. if he's figuring that out, I might as well just go with Roxanne and Steiner. Despite all my weird objections to their plan, I have nothing better to do. Yeah, alright. So the gang's back once more. So, three amigos. What do? Well, I guess we're gonna go pay a visit to the lady scarecrow whose name I can't remember right now, and I'm stalling for time while scrolling. I look up. Scrolling. 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 <laughs> Qualia. Thank you. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a quick hop, skip, and a jump. Well, you can't go directly from spring to fall. It's, that's sort of that's that's one of the two. No, there's at least one warps. season in between. Yeah, so it's it's more of a, a slightly less than quick hop, skip, and a jump from spring to summer to fall. But then once you get to fall, you all are a known quantity, so you all can just get down into the workshop and head back into Qualia's office space. I don't think I've ever met Qualia. You have. Oh, I have? Okay. Yeah, whenever we needed everybody's blood. Oh, yeah, right. When they... When we all made Grant's knife, Qualia okay. was there to change the blood. Okay. That's right. She was like, what the fuck are you? And then she was like, oh, yeah, I guess with the title like that, it makes sense why this blood looks like this. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. And, you know, she's in. I'm not going to have her be absent. Excuse me, Qualia. Uh, are you busy? <sighs> uh, always, but I can always make time. We have a challenge, I suppose. Um, we need to forge a sword out of a broken heart. Yeah, okay. Uh, I have to get Morton involved. It's, that's the kind of thing we're going to need his forge for, but... 
That's plenty doable. That's fine. He'd be happy to see you. Uh, and now to a point of contention between us. Do we need an actual literal heart for this, or just the concept? Uh, if, if you were... Okay, so if whatever recipe you're working off of called for a broken heart, as in like like a person who is brokenhearted. You need a live person who is brokenhearted, and I will get the quality of brokenheartedness from them and shape that into ore. Okay. This won't harm them in any way? Uh, not unless they're real averse to certain kinds of empathy magic. I met somebody who's like that, but it's possible they could exist. Question. Can it be... Does it have to be recent, or can it have been at any time? It needs to... exist. I, I, I understand that, that that doesn't clear it up very much. Um, no, I think I understand. So as long as they still mourn for this person or this relationship in any way, it would count? Yes. But if they've okay. moved past the relationship in any sort of way, then no, they're not brokenhearted anymore. I can't pull it from them. Ah, ah damn it. Okay, so I'm out. Hmm... I've not been on a date in nigh on two decades now. So... Hmm. Everyone's just slowly turning to look at Roxanne. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have to face the truth of the relationships that we have neglected. Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences for my actions. She bought a guitar for you, and you went on, like, a date. <laughs> Me, sewing. Haha, this rules. Well, this is awesome. Me, reaping. What the fuck? This sucks. Well, see, here's the question, though. And this is a question that, like, Chloe has to answer. Is Roxanne brokenhearted about that? I mean... She'd have to be a pretty shitty person to not be, I feel like, in this case. That's my perspective. Oh, there's a difference between guilt and brokenheartedness. Is Roxanne brokenhearted about it? Yeah, she's pretty fucked up about it, even though I don't like... Yeah. Um... Yeah, shit. I don't... Uh, you could try with me. And she nods and sort of does a does a couple of stretches. And she just comes over to you and splays her hands out in front of your chest. And she doesn't touch you. She just sort of moves her hands around and she's got her eyes closed and her head tilted like she's listening for something and she's like nodding slowly and then like bigger nods like she's catching a rhythm and then she grasps and you feel her grasp 
again, she doesn't touch you, but she's she's grabbing something inside you and you can feel her pull on it. And the feelings inside of you don't like lessen at all as she's pulling this out of you. But her hands begin to glow and when she like gets all the way pulled back, like her hand is up by her ear now. She's got some sort of like lavender haze in her hand and her eyes blink open and she just like whips around and heads over to a working table, presses it into the table and begins melding it with a spell you are all familiar with to varying degrees. And only a few minutes later, she turns back to the three of you and she is holding an ingot much larger than the ones for the knives because you said sword, so she got more. She has a sort of lavender ingot in her hand. She is offering to all of you. I I mean, it's my heart. I'll take it. She put her hands on her hips and like crack her neck a little bit. Is that all you needed? Uh, I think so. For now, yes. It's possible. Oh, yeah. Like we still need a couple other knives, but that those can wait. Yeah, that's all we need today, I think. Alright, well, turns out you need anything else. I don't have plans to be anywhere besides here. Just come on and find me. And as soon as you got more blood gathered up, come get me right away. That's uh, some real interesting work. Oh, blood, I'm full of the stuff. <laughs> Relatively recent redevelopment. That blood. Blood, an excellent way to supply oxygen to your vital organs. Try some today. I thought you were about to say blood, an excellent way to surprise your loved ones. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in a vast majority of relationships, blood is not that surprising. So, players, you have an ingot of brokenheartedness. What now? Let's go see Morton. Yeah, so, Morton. Y'all can dip into Steiner's lab and hand it off to him. And he is more than happy to forge you a sword out of this ore. It's, um, it's, it's a different process than what the knives have been. It's less like he's not making a fucking cataclysm weapon here. So there's no, like, massive gout of magical energy that gets released halfway through. It doesn't take half a day. Everybody doesn't start crying out of nowhere. Yeah, when the weapon is complete, you all don't suddenly have the feeling of, like, a black hole in the basement or the passing of the seasons. It's it's just a weird blade that he's finishing. Speaking of blade, it is just the blade. Unlike with the knives, this one doesn't come with a handle, so he has to, like, spend some time making that for you guys. I can whip that up, no problem. 
Yeah, actually, that's something Steiner could make. Morton would tell you, this one probably isn't going to come with a hilt. You should make that yourself. Just machine that up and get that ready. So, um, I just had a thought, actually, while I'm applying, while I'm putting this together. Do you suppose that NDA uh, applies to beings that the courts don't know exist? I mean... I certainly hope so. I hope not, rather. If it did, I don't think we'd be able to say anything about it. Who exactly are you referring to out of character? The blind air. The blind Yeah. We did kind of tell the blind air about what we were doing. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. That's a magically enforced contract, so you just wouldn't have been able to say anything if it applied to them. So... The blind air and Adel, by extension, because Roxanne was able to discuss the situation with them pretty plainly, uh, seem to be in some sort of immunity area. Some kind of blind spot? Yeah. I mean, Adel is literally... (laughs) Fuck. uh, Adel is, like, you know, literally hierarchically higher on the totem pole, so presumably... He's their dad. That, that beats law. My kids' laws don't apply to me. I'm in charge of this house, not them. <laughs> I put them in charge. Therefore, I make the rules. <laughs> and the blind areas, I don't know. You can't see it, but I'm doing that shrug. <laughs> they don't know exist, so they can't apply to them. Blind air is exceptionally weird. The blind air might might not even be real. Who knows? I no. I just I feel like it's like fey magic would apply. Would logic would work like if they do not know it exists, they can't affect it. It's probably some sort of horseshit rule like that. Yeah. Yeah. The fey are arrogant enough to think that. Yeah. They know just about everything. There is a tiny sliver that falls under that just about one just enough to get into trouble. (laughs) So, players, congrats. You have a sword of a broken heart. That's only sort of broken? Much sharper. (laughs) The sword of a lonely heart. (laughs) What now? So we have a way to anesthetize head asshole. And we have a way to kill the worms without killing the host, so... We just need to find everybody now. Three quarters of the way done, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right, back to the courts. God, we're racking up the miles today. Yeah, but we get to stay free for a hotel for one whole night. Ooh. Does Roxanne have frequent flyer miles? I was just thinking, I was trying to come up with a frequent fire miles pun, but. So, you all. You all show up in the Spring Court. Where exactly are you going to? You go into just like straight to the Guild Hall. You go into the throne Let's room. Let's stop and get a drink. I know a lovely bar. I have, an, I have a bullshit idea. Is that, is that a reference to something? No, I'm just thirsty. Oh. Okay. What's your bullshit idea, Chloe? My bullshit idea is, hey, considering this sword uh, presumably fucking works on whatever the same wavelength the uh, 
the uh, connection between the parasites is. I wonder if we could use it as a sort of like dowsing rod. Dowsing rod. I was gonna say dowsing rod, but I was just like, okay, is there a better word? We could use it like a dowsing rod to follow the uh, connection to the other ones. Make some sort of tracking spell out of it, like point me at things you can cut kind of thing. If we like put it on a big piece of cork and float it in a thing of water. (laughs) You making a fucking sword compass. Gotta rub it up against a piece of iron for a bit, get it properly magnetized. Mm. I'm pulling up PDF right now because that sounds to me like a big magic. So, Grant, hey, here's a thing for you to do. <gasps> magic. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we want a big magic here of using the sword as literally a dowsing rod to point you at bonds that it can cut. Okay. So, <clears throat> let me think here. I'm definitely going to require rolls from you at some point in this process. Well, he's kind of um, the mascot of the team, really. Um, uh, I'd say comic relief, but we're all kind of comic relief. <laughs> Milo is the mascot of the team. How fucking dare you? <laughs> I feel like since you're working with Faye, uh, they're going to be able to give you like the information you need. This is probably not a spell that has never been cast before, just like right. not recently. So it probably won't be difficult to do the research necessary for this. I am going to say that because of the weird material that this sword is made of, like you are, this is a sword made of an ore that is composed of like a feeling, an emotion, and it is trying to cut a metaphor, sort of. So you are going to need help and you're going to need some like high end help. I'm not going back to Adel. <laughs> no. I think I think they mean more along the lines of like other I, I don't know. I actually don't know who I mean the Prince of Summer and the Princess uh, of Spring have put that's... themselves at your disposal until this yeah. is done. Yeah. Alright, yeah, I'll um Well the Prince of Summer is currently busy, so I will ask the Princess of Spring. Yeah, alright. She is sort of where you left her, just sort of like nervously padding about the Guildhall Laboratories, trying to keep her body busy because she doesn't have anything like constructive to be doing right now, but she is just full of nervous energy. Mm-hmm. I know how that is. And it's not hard to flag her down. All right. So I'll go, hey, uh... Looks like you need something to distract yourself with, I'm betting. Um, we're currently tr- onto something, and I'm going to need help magically cutting into something, essentially. I would appreciate considerably more information. Uh, I will give the information necessary to that she will need. 
because it's... It's just bad radio to repeat the same thing over and over again. So uh, about halfway through, she actually cuts you off and asks, I'm sorry. Did you just say that you have a sword made out of a broken heart? Did, did we stutter? I mean, yes. And how exactly did you get your hands on that? We asked a blacksmith to make it for us. <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to pop down to Smoky Mountain Knife Works, picked him up on sale. You know, honest, honestly, I don't think Grant would have told her, uh, like, unless she hardcore, like, unless she, like, hardcore drilled into him about it. Like, she I, would have. These she, are she, the risks you take when you just say, and then I reveal some information. No, no, like, uh, no, that's that's what I'm saying, because, like, um, Grant would be 100% be smart enough to know, hey, Fall uh, having this forge is a secret, and telling Spring about it 100% is a bad idea. So, like, would he have to, would he have to reveal the, the fact that, uh, the fact that they have a sword of, made out of a broken heart, or? She would not let you get around it. She would probably ask you what you just made from, because that is the thing that would be pertinent for her to know. We we figure that we could like maybe sever these bonds in a particular way, and we're guessing that since these are like mating, we could use like you sort of lie your way around Adel mm-hmm. being involved, which is something I'm just willing to allow. Okay, but once you get won't... to the point of we have a weapon that can do this cutting. Oh, tell me more about it. Uh, 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 no, really. Tell me more about it. <laughs> okay, because, like, he would have he would have he stole tried it from to... a wizard. I mean, honestly, that's that's actually probably not a bad idea just to lie about that, because I don't want to get the... I don't want to get the fall court in trouble. I mean, wars have been fought over for less, but also, Morton's my friend. Uh, I mean, okay, there's plausible ways that we could have gotten this sword. You're a member of an ancient group of, you know, wizard... <clears throat> what is the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Wizard... Wizard, 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 wizard knights. knights. Yeah. Wizard knights, sure. I didn't want to use the word knights in particular, but whatever. Wizard knights is close enough. It's conceivable that we could have gotten it from there. Yeah. We yeah. know a lot of magical bullshit. Yeah, Okay. Actually, yeah, I will try and I will try and tell her. I've I belong to an ancient sect of wizard knights. They just have all sorts she of. She just kind of snickers when you say ancient. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that that actually. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, but like, I belong to a order of knight, like wizard knights. There's a lot of stuff that they have. Uh, just and you know I Colin am bad at lying Grant is fairly okay at it Grant would make up some bullshit about getting it from the Wushi Yuzia well let's maybe actually see if Grant is good at lying because there's a whole role for that yeah there is a whole role for that and I'm going to make it right now uh I roll with sharp when trying to manipulate someone Mm -hmm. roll to manipulate the narrative 12 a 12. Okay. So, 
Grant, there, there's a there, there's a bit there which she's obviously like suspicious. Mm-hmm. Like, like she's old. She she looks like she's in her late teens, early twenties, as all of the lesser royals do. But she's she's an elder fay, so she she knows well enough that like this is the kind of thing fall makes and really only fall makes but she believes you in where you got it so she's willing to tell herself for now that like this was made a while ago yeah it was made a while ago and got lost on earth and then these people found it yep so yes, that is uh, that is the explanation that we get that I give, and uh, I continue to, after that interruption, explain the rest of the plan. So she is down to help you out with this tracking spell. Okay. So what I'm going to need from you now, now that you've done that, is I want a pair of weird rolls and we are going to average the result alright do I get my plus one from my arm um does big magic count as use magic do I want to allow big magic to count as use magic this time you know what I'll let you use it for one of the rolls okay. but not both can I, can I decide retroactively which one like yeah, one, I'll love okay. it. Okay, I'll one, just say that you have a plus one you can apply to one of these rolls. Okay, so here we go. Uh, I'd like to apply it to that one, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, to the six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And the nine. Okay, so that averages to an eight. The most average success you could have. No, a seven would be the most average success he could have. Uh, Technically, it's below average. I mean, like, numerically speaking, yes, but eight is the middle of the middle range. That is fair. So, you and Quenso harmonize, and I'm going to let you choose. Here's what your mixed success is, Grant Harrison. Mm -hmm. You get one, but not the other. You can either get Idria and the human child or Perude on Earth, but not both. Who do you want? Honestly, I feel like taking the human child is the thing Grant would want to do. It's like, f- finding the human kid is a priority for Grant. And if it's uh, and if it's a two for one deal, then that's even better. So I will take that option. Okay, so the way that it works is this combination spell is just weird enough that you can't track it across dimensional boundaries. You can find Idria and the kid who are in the Feywilds, it turns out, but uh, Perude on Earth, you don't have any fucking idea. Just the this the the bonds like 
terminate in space, and you can't follow them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, everybody. Good, ni- good news. I know where the kids are. Bad news. I don't know where Peru is. It's a salt. Well, actually, you know, if we find the kid, we could presumably figure out where Perude is. Yeah. You'll at least know what face Perude is wearing. Yeah. And from there, it's scrying, I guess. Alright, so. How do you all want to proceed now? You have a sword that can cut the bonds between the parasites. You have Eurys in captivity. You know where Idria and the kid are. World is your oyster, players. What's next? Well, unless Dweer is back from getting the things that he needs to get, there's really not much we can do with the captive that we've got, so we should probably maybe find Idria and the kid uh, unless, unless Dweer is back. Dweer is not yet back. Yeah. Let's go. Sure. not going to make you all roll for it. It's uh, it's a bit of a hike. I will tell you that much. You do have to go, like, outside of the... Well, the whole, th- the whole quarter of this reality is the spring court, but there's sort of like like a nexus, like a, like a capital, which is where you all have only ever been. And you do have to go outside of that, like couple hours of hiking but you do all find this like essentially a snake hole it's just like a hole in the ground sort of tunnels down below some trees and the the sword is leading you in that direction alright not it I look at the person who can literally turn into a snake. I don't have snakes here. <laughs> I turn into a fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> Save the line, Chloe. Everyone take a shot. Uh, Alright. I'd like to <laughs> read a bad situation. Okay. That seems like a pertinent thing to do right now. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'll sharp. I roll poorly. Uh, I six. would like to try and help out. How? I mean, if she's just looking around to try and find... Uh, Call them on the codec and give but, them some, some advice. What, what exactly are you, like, trying to do, Roxanne? Well, okay, so, like, we know where they are. We were led to their general location, correct? Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably down in this tunnel that you've been led to. Probably got, right. like, a bug-out den down there. Yeah, I just, I, I guess I want to... They've probably set up traps. I would like to, you know, figure out what the dangers we haven't noticed are. 
Maybe they're not even in the tunnel. Maybe they're like ready to fucking collapse it behind us as soon as we go in. Pro- problem is, Grant Harrison, you gotta go down there with her. Do I though? Yeah. Yes. I, the DM. Hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out like the exact wording on uh, use magic for just crying. Observe another place or time. Okay. I mean, that's technically another place. Going into there, I could use magic to fucking help out. Magic allows me to look at uh, other places in order to help out. I can, like, hitch a ride using her as, like, a focal point and, like, observe places that she would not be able to see normally. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm not going to make this simple for you. You are... You're gonna have to roll... You're gonna have to start by rolling Hughes magic. You're not getting your arm bonus because I'm giving you a minus one because this is some dumb nonsense. <laughs> Using snake rocks and as a drone. Hughes magic! Okay. Fuck your plans. Now roll help out. Yep. Your advanced effect from use magic is that I'm not going to penalize you on this roll. Uh, that's a nine. That's a nine. Okay. <laughs> we have achieved a seven. <laughs> so, uh, on a help out, seven to nine, your help grants them plus one to their roll, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. Yep. So, uh, Grant, well, actually, first, first we'll resolve Roxanne's questions, and then I'm going to, uh, expose Grant to some trouble or danger. hmm So, Roxanne. Yes? You have successfully rolled an eight on r- read a bad situation, so you can ask me one. I just wanted to know if there are any dangers we haven't noticed. Well... With Grant's stanky old wizard eyes backing you up. Say no, there's absolutely nothing down here. (laughs) Just ten minutes wasted. (laughs) No, no, there is definitely, like, the fey equivalent of the dumb movie vault laser grid that you have to stripper dance through in every heist movie down in this tunnel and Grant is able to guide you through it Mm -hmm. nice unfortunately uh, Grant yeah I'm I'm just gonna let you uh, answer this question I'm not gonna rule for your character Mm -hmm. how many times has Grant been outside of the fey capitals like out into the wilds proper uh, exactly zero, unless one of my favors have made it so. Because I don't, they never even went to the Fey, the Fey Wilds before they went to the, uh, SoCal cell. 
Really, Grant never went to the Feywilds before they joined SoCal. Yeah, uh, because he, because he was never technically a full member, Wei didn't feel the need to give him the, the, the field trip stuff. Ho never took you as part of your training? No. Okay. I mean, if you declare it to be true, then it's true. It's your character. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, that unfortunately means you're kind of poorly versed in the the wildlife out here. And uh, you throwing around a 13's worth of weird has uh, attracted some mosquitoes. I don't have a handout for these things because I am making them up right now. But uh, mosquitoes is sort of the ethos of this insect. They're like as long as your pointer finger. Dire mosquitoes. Uh, yeah, dire magic mosquitoes. Blood-sucking hummingbirds. <laughs> yeah, oh, essentially. Jeez! Oh my god! You made it so much more horrible. That fucking rules, ape. Thank you. Do they make that, like, fucking... Imagine that fucking, like, noise that a hummingbird makes, except imagine it's fucking this awful chitinous monstrosity. <laughs> That's awesome. Just fucking I hate vibrating it. death. And you are presently being beset upon by, like, ten of them. Okay. They're insects and they travel in swarms. So, uh... Grant, Steiner, how do you respond? Sword. Well, I have fortunately, sword. we both have area attacks. That seems super useful, so I'm just going to well, start off with a big old fucking blast. Well, the thing about my area attack is that it also has the loud tag. And you're tr- kind of trying not to give the fact that we're here away. So, I'm going to stick with sword. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let me see. The Let me Steiners check also have the loud tag. Uh, three hard, close, messy area batteries. New. Right on. So, time to kick some ass. Alright. Because you are attacking with area, I'm not going to have you roll this at a penalty. Oh, good. Because. So, that's a nine. So, trade and blows. Yep. Uh, how are you? I, I'm improving this combat super hard, which means I didn't even have notepad open. I think the I easier way like to ten of them. do it would be like having them in discrete swarms, and damaging a swarm would knock... Like, like two, okay, two swarms of five, and damaging a swarm would knock the amount of damage out of the swarm, I guess? I was going to do one swarm of ten and basically do that exact number, but uh, we, can do, we can do a version of that. So, how would you like to... Actually, I figure you're just going to pump all three of your harm into a single target. Right? Basically, yeah. Okay, so you're going to knock... Three of those, these are, you know, fortunately, these things are built for speed. They're not built for 
gunfire, and especially not like particle accelerator gunfire. So you do like blow three of them just into chunks. Unfortunately, as you're like lining up, or as as you're dealing with a recoil from that shot, the other two from that mini swarm just get up on you and stick you. And considering how much of your body is powered by mana right now, it feels extra gross when they stick their little needle bills into you and pull. Take two harm, ignore armor. Oh, that's just the oh, worst oh. feeling. Get them off, get them off. You know what? I should have been able to avoid this entirely. I should have been able to avoid this entirely. I both su- used magic successfully. I could have turned that nine into a ten. God fucking damn it. Well, now we're fighting. Yeah, now we're fighting mosquitoes. Mana sucking hummingbirds, so. This, which is cool. I, I will admit, this is cool. I'm not gonna. All right, I'm not going to allow you to fix this. Uh, no, 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 no. Like, I, I, I 100% understand. I'm just mad at myself for not doing it in the first place. I feel like one of the ones that bit Steiner should just, like, explode well, like just, just bit a fucking fire hydrant. Just, like, all that pressure <laughs> on his man. Pop. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's a good fucking point, Chloe, but you got it in the wrong direction. It's just like like a balloon, like letting go of a balloon. Just (laughs) This is like this is like a hyper Elysium mana that's supposed to like make Steiner capable of going head to head against Adol eventually. So uh the two hummingbirds that drained Steiner are now like on fire, but in a way that benefits them. I never said anything. Redact them. <laughs> <laughs> they have powered up. Grant, there is a swarm of five of these little monsters on you. I'm going to take my sword and... If I only want to activate one magic thing, I don't have to roll, correct? Correct. All right, I'm going to only activate Life Drain in case they get to me and start actually chomping at me. Um, So I'm not going to have the close tag. Mostly because if I, when I use Mystic Fighting Arts, I get a plus one harm. All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, your sword does not have the area tag. Right. So you are going to be making this kick some ass roll at a minus one. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my forward that I just had to turn that into a twelve. Yeah, that's pretty valid. So, what's your advanced effect? So essentially, for each one damage I do, where I'm killing one of these things, correct? Uh, that's that's more true for Steiner because again, he's got area, whereas you can only attack single targets. Okay, fair enough gonna work um, a little bit differently for you oh i guess for like every two okay uh, i you have an idea of how it works not me so mm-hmm. let's see so my sword is already doing four three it does two base plus the one from your ancient fighting art okay they don't hurt no, uh, no actually i activated life drain for a reason i'll do double harm so a total of six 
Okay. I've got that six harm in my head. Make me another kick some ass roll. Uh, add another minus one, or? Yes. Okay. Eight. Eight. Okay. So, what winds up happening is, I mean, these aren't the fastest magical insects you've dealt with. Quite frankly, they pale in comparison to the odds. So, while you aren't able to just, like, snicker-snack the swarm into oblivion, in two strikes, you kill three. So there's two left. Yes. However, those two both do get on you and drain you. So take two harm, ignore armor. Alright, and then I immediately heal six. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like you actually only heal three because each of these things only has one harm each. Yeah, I'm, okay. But either way, it doesn't... It's it's the same Yeah, end it's result. the same result. It's the same end result. So, Steiner, the, uh, the hummingbird mosquitoes that drained you have powered up. They are faster. They seem to be glowing in a way that's a little bit scary. And they want more. You are the most delicious thing that's ever walked these woods. What do you do? Steiner be looking like a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I feel like just doing the same thing in area blasting him is not going to work this time. So I guess I'm gonna sword him. Alright. Kick some ass at a minus one. Alright. Seven. A seven. Alright. So you are able to kill one of them and you just like cut it straight in half. Your your sword is way overstatted for these tiny things. Even powered up on you. But the the other one gets in on you while you are distracted mm-hmm. with its swarm mate. I don't know if that's a word. I'm making it one right now. And uh, it drains you. Take one harm, ignore armor. Also, the one that you cut in half, it explodes. These roll act under pressure. Okay. 13. 13. Excellent. So, uh, it isn't like a loud explosion. I'm not gonna screw you guys on your stealth mission on this, but everything that it sucked out of you that it didn't digest bursts out of it and it's kind of like a fireball goes off hmm. so the, the the foliage around the explosion site is singed but this this is a fey forest forest fires don't happen by accident grant okay um i have two Nos bugs mas. on me yeah i guess i just want to ram myself into like trees or something to squash them against the trees 
because they are currently attached to me and using a sword on myself seems like a bad idea. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just going to yeah, throw that right. out there. That, that's a bad idea. So let's just try squishing them in other ways. It's called surgery. I didn't actually uh, like have it in my head that they were still on you, but I like this idea enough that I'm going to roll with it. Okay, roll so. me kick some ass, and because they're still on you, I'm not going to have you roll it at a minus. Okay. Just get to roll it flat. What's <laughs> oh, a 14. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like to inflict double the harm, please. Okay. So I just get rid of them. Yeah, I'll, you you know, you fucking shoulder check one of the nearby trees and then just roll against it and you crush the both of them. However, they do both manage to drain you. So okay. now now the two harm actually matters. Yes, it does. You don't I have life drain on I don't You don't, I don't have life drain on your shoulder check. Yeah. Okay. But yes. There we go. Steiner, you've got one more powered up version of these insects trying to get right. at you. So I now know the explode, <laughs> so I would like to laser it when it's far away from me. Alright, uh, roll me act under pressure to get distance. I mean, I figure I can just like wait for it to arc around and try to dive, but okay. Well, if you are trying to get the far tag on it, you are going to have to make distance because it wants okay. to get at you. It's not going to back off far enough. Seven. A seven. Okay, so what's going to happen is you're going to have to make this shot while running. You're not going to be able to, like, take a knee and line it up. So kick some ass at a minus one. All right. Hey. Eleven. That'll do. What's your bonus effect? So I'm already hitting them far, so they can't really harm me. Yeah, they uh, do not have ranged attacks. Terrible harm isn't... Are there still any left in a Colin Swarm? I don't think there are. No, you've got the last one. Yeah, so, like, none of this is really super useful. I guess terrible harm. Fuck this particular little bird. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could take a forward and just hold on to it. Oh, can you do that? I thought it would have to apply to the same fight. Nope. I'm just super pumped at how cool this bird looked when it exploded or something. Yeah, you're, you're riding the high of this cool shot for a while, so that means the next thing you do, you're going to be like, extra good at. That was pretty damn cool. All right. Yeah, I'll take a plus one forward, and I stone this little bird. <laughs> just a shot straight through its... They don't call it a torso on birds. I mean, it's what still a torso. It? Yeah. It's just like... It's a breast. Just you know, a body. It's just like a marble-sized hole straight through it, and then it, like, <laughs> pops into a fireball of your own mana. And the, and the little clearing that you're in goes quiet. Oh, you little birds. I walk over, I'm, like, rubbing the goo of this bird bug off my shoulder and I turn around like, do I got anything on my back? Ah, uh, little bit, yes. Ah, that's always a bitch to clean. I thought we were supposed to be keeping quiet. Do you know, I am. Do you know how hard it is to like clean 
armor that disappears when you take a, your mask off? Don't you literally use water magic? Why don't you just, like... <laughs> you know, I just kind of imagine anything that's not the armor just sort of floats there in midair for half a second and then falls off. Uh, so, Roxanne. Snake. This is a sneaking Oops. mission. Off camera, I'm patching myself up. Because he yeah, took same. three harm during that one, fight. I will take off one harm from patching up. I'm going to use that plus four now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turn that six into a seven. Which means what? Uh, I can heal one harm in addition to just the general patching up, I guess. Cool. So you can heal for two. Okay, so... Roxanne, well, the menfolk are, uh, having a time. Mm-hmm. You have made your way through this tunnel into the hidey hole, and th there isn't, like, a door to it. You could just go inside, but it becomes a apparent why there wouldn't need to be a door, considering this woman is keeping somebody prisoner in here the uh the, the space is pretty small like this is definitely a hidey hole this is not somewhere people are meant to live for extended periods of time there's like mm -hmm. three cots and a closet basically and there's like a couple of sacks of food and water on the ground and Idria, the female changeling, is sort of sitting on one of the cots, just watching the human child, whomst you can also sight in the room. He is asleep on one of the other cots, and he doesn't look hurt. He doesn't look like scuffed up or anything. What do you do? Here's the thing, right? I don't really know what I could do. It's like, I can't go and try and disable them because that would be an aggressive act and would obviously activate the parasite. I don't think I can talk them down. I don't think I can talk her down. Like, that doesn't seem like a thing I could possibly do. And the benefits of trying to talk her down are outweighed by the fact that, you know, if I try and talk to her and it doesn't go well, she's just going to leave and we're going to have to find her again. Which also might activate the parasite. So I'm... I feel like I'm kind of, like, at a mission accomplished state right now. I know they are here. I have found the way in. I know of the traps as I went in. Thanks to Grant's help. You have successfully been here before, so you can teleport back to this room whenever you want. Right. That's a thing I can do, can't I? And you also know what the boy looks like now. Right. Yeah, like, I just make a extended note of who the boy is, like race, apparent age, all that jazz. Parent race, apparent age. 
And like from apparent age, obviously I could go like, okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, I feel like now the best option is just to sort of make an exit, make good on the exit, which I guess would probably just mean like, hey, I'm gonna teleport away. Yeah, right. Rather than trying to walk uh, to slither back out, I just teleport back out to uh, Grant and Steiner covered in mosquito bites. <laughs> oh hey Welt the size of golf balls or something like that Grant's fault Ah, uh, yeah I'm how did you guys get into a fight in that one Grant's of the, fault what little time I was gone you look around there's a bunch of like exploded foliage and smears <laughs> all over a couple of trees <laughs> you know what it's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm glad you're both okay. So yeah, they're in there. I didn't, like, do anything, because it seems like uh, provoking them at this juncture seemed like a poor idea. But I know what the kid looks like. Alright. And I figure if we know what the kid looks like, we can probably narrow down what kind of school he goes to from there. Schools have, like, yearbooks and stuff, right? Yes. We could troll yearbook archives to find the kid, find where he goes, find his name, find his parents, find the other changeling kid. I feel like this is going to get us all put on a watch list. We're then already don't get caught. on a watch list. It's called the DHEA. Oh my god. You all get fucking reported <laughs> to like local police because you're a bunch of adults skulking around an elementary school it somehow winds up on Ashley's desk and Grant gets a call what the fuck are you up to now what did you do <laughs> what weird bullshit are you doing now you know like I don't plan on doing this but I'm just thinking about this now it feels like if there was any time that you could actually, like, cooperate with the DHEA, it would be, hey, there's a hostage situation. We know how to handle it. We just need, you know, your resources. It feels like this would be mutually beneficial. But yeah. I mean, we run into the wall, wall of then explaining, having to explain why we need, why this hostage. There's a lot of explaining we're going to have to do that. Most of it we literally cannot. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I totally forgot about that part. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Let's go be big fucking creepos. Well, the other thing Ray. we can do also is like, there may be like, the change off might not have been perfect. We could also look into missing uh, person reports or anything like that. Because like, hey, maybe this kid went missing for a small amount of time when they switched him out. Maybe. Uh, we do have a contact in the police. True, true, true. Give me a minute. I'm Googling to see if, uh, if this is the correct district. Or, uh, county. Okay, I have my answer. I mean, if this were Florida, then I feel like it would be very, it'd just be very easy to do, but... So it sounds like our three ideas are 
either talk to our Raven's contact in the LAPD or just fucking troll around a bunch of elementary schools until you find something or talk to Ashley. Spray paint not pedophiles on a big white van and just drive around the elementary school until we (laughs) spot the kid. (sighs) Hey kid, you want to get in the van? Book specifically says that we aren't. Hey, kid, do you think any of your classmates might be monsters? <laughs> uh, so I I can give you a little bit of information for free here. Human boy looks to be about eight years old. So you're looking for a third grader, probably. Okay. okay. Also, Grant, uh, I'm willing to give you another bite at investigate a mystery to know more things about changelings. Okay. You can do it. I believe in you. Hey, a ten. ten. You get two. I've never done it without my help. I get two. What happened here? And by that, I mean, how did the, did the swapping go down? Was it as clean as just, That's. Know, that's not this is to know things about changelings oh oh, changelings in general okay 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 um yeah you (laughs) you cannot just be like standing here in the middle of the spring forest and ask how did the kidnapping happen i could have checked my phone for any amber alerts we get amber alerts on my phone on my phone all the time um but in the fey wilds you don't have cell reception here Alright, um, what can it do? God damn it, I just got myself put on a fucking list, I bet. I just googled Amber Hagerman and John and uh, Adam Walsh. Hmm, just gonna google missing children. <laughs> <laughs> so, what can it do? So, changelings are basically elves. Like, they are really bog-standard elves except for two things and that's one they can shapeshift into things that basically match their body type they can't turn from like a person to a cat Mm -hmm. but they can turn from a person to a person and it's like they're real good copies there's there's no tell visually speaking and they they go deep they like whatever sort of like innate magic they have for this they're able to copy like mannerisms without ever having observed their target okay but if you ask them straight up are you a change they have to answer correctly it's the law (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's like that's it. That's all that's special about them. And in fact, like, there's a weird sort of evolutionary trade-off for that, but their magical potential for everything else is pretty low compared to your average elf. Okay. Uh... Don't forget you can twist questions. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. What happened here? 
Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, if this kid just went up, like, was straight up kidnapped, or if they were, uh... I can. This, uh, the, yeah, yeah. You already yeah, asked. I can, I can, yeah. If the changelings have a general modus operandi for how they do, how they replace people, which presumably has happened at least once considering the, like, legends and shit, mm-hmm. like... If it does happen, is there a way it typically happens? Yes, that. Pretend I asked that. That extremely <laughs> smart way of getting me to ask what it, what happened here correctly. Okay. Well, it's always been illegal for them to like snatch people. Like that's that's never been an okay thing for them to do. But when they do they always do it in like a pretty particular way and that is they have a sort of like spring-loaded net in a manner of speaking they have a spell that grows a ring of flowers somewhere on earth and if somebody steps into that they get Snatched. Feed me, Seymour. Okay. Uh, so. We need to figure out if they fucking. Oh, God. So. But without knowing where this kid was snatched, then I wouldn't be able to ask what sort of magic was done here. So I'll hold on to my my bonus question until it becomes a little more relevant, is the word I'm looking for, until it becomes a little more relevant to ask that. Uh, But hopefully we'll be able to find roughly where they did that spell and then backtrack it, I guess. So, what now, players? Well... Should we rescue the kid or should we go... I don't think we can. I mean, I'm willing to listen to everyone else's opinion. Uh, I mean, I, I think what we're supposed to do next is go hit up our contact in the police and try to figure out what school this kid goes to. And then we can try to extrapolate more information from there. Yeah. So, like, okay, if it's going to be, like, if it had to be, like, a ring of flowers, I feel like it's probably going to be either at, like, a park or somewhere that is that is farther away from the city center, so that feels like a good starting point. I will say that there's... There's a lot of places in Southern California. Like, Southern California is desert as fuck. But there's there's a lot of places that, like, just have patches of greenery around. Mm. And how many of them are near an elementary school? I mean, elementary schools have athletic fields. Yeah, they have playgrounds and stuff. That was the word I was looking for. Playgrounds. (sighs) Like, 
both of my elementary schools had big fields that had like soccer pitches on them. Yeah, the, like, the or or like multiple baseball backstops. Yeah, the elementary school I went to actually had two play areas. One where like the littler kids would play, and then like at the bottom of the hills, where the, an area where the big kids would play. Yeah, same actually. Well, I think it's still not a great look to be skulking around, you know, in an elementary school playground as three grown-ass adults, so I guess it's time for our good old friend, the drone. <laughs> Let's hit up Google Maps and see if we can find a ring of flowers on an elementary school playground. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I hope that, it, uh, hope that it's updated within the past oh, week. Three days, yeah. Did Google Maps have a satellite view in 2012? Elementary. Yes, schools. absolutely. Yeah. They had Street View, Elementary. at least as early as County. like 2009. I don't know. The past isn't real. Like just because 2020 felt like it lasted for five years doesn't mean it has been that long. <laughs> it's eight years, and I can't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. Oh wait, I didn't have breakfast. I slipped in. Uh, I had a burrito for breakfast yesterday. So, in LA Unified School District alone, there are 1,300 schools. And that's not even once you start getting out into, like, Orange County and San Bernardino County. Let's hit up our fucking police friend. Yeah, okay, that seems like that seems like the best uh, starting point. <laughs> Instead of me coming up with increasingly bad ideas, let's just go to the police. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's go. All right, so you call, you go back to Earth, and then you call Officer Rosalind. Who's making the call, and what do you say when she picks up? Not me, because she probably literally won't remember me. I'm the Void. Uh, I'll do it, since I'm the only other person who has a decent charm stat. That's not true. Oh yeah, you got your charm back after you stopped being, you know... I have a technical charm of weird... Uh, a charm of three. Yeah. Technically. Because she uses weird for charm. Roxanne is weirdly charming. <laughs> She's charming in that, like, endearing, awkward way. Non-threatening. Ah. She's not like other girls. <laughs> Roxanne is extremely non-threatening, so, so long as she keeps the three other eyes closed. <laughs> so, Steiner, take it away. Uh, okay, so like, how do you even begin with this? How much fey bullshit does she know of? I mean, she's a raven's contact, but how into the ravens is she? Probably very little. Like, you've you've been working with Emery long enough to know that they they don't like fully induct people in if they can help it. So what probably happened is that Officer Roslin either got attacked or was working a case that had some sort of 
either Feywild's or Deadlands involvement and she found out and Emery was like, hey, she seems competent and like she can keep her mouth shut. I'll just kind of slip her some checks under the table and she can give me case files every now and then. She probably hasn't ever like shook hands with an elf or anything. All right, that works for me. I can work with that. What time of day even is it now? I feel like we've been at this for a while. Well, we started... This is a good evening. evening. Yeah, we started sometime in the a.m., so now it's sometime in the p.m. You've spent most of the day in the Feywilds, and time is horseshit, so let's say it's actually like a.m. on the 16th, so the next day. Fun. Uh, good morning, Officer Roslin. Um, you may or may not remember me. I'm Dr. Steiner of the little group we are a part of. Well, this is the Kisikir line. I'm not sure why I'm being coy. Oh, are you one of uh, Emery's people? Yes. Okay. Uh, have, right. um, give, give me a moment to shut my office door. You can hear a door close and some walking back to a desk. Okay. Uh, what do you need? Well, you need to leave a bit of uh, information. See, um, there are some creatures impersonating people in LA, and we don't have a lot of information to go off of, but we do know what one of their children that they're impersonating looks like. So if we can narrow down the elementary school the child goes to, we can then try to pick up some information and work backwards from there. Uh, so we need your police resources to find out what uh, elementary school this child is going to. And work. Okay. Um, you can come over to the station and we can put together a sketch based on your description. And then I suppose we can turn it into flyers, spread them around, and just wait for somebody to call in. Do you, do you know how this person is living? Are they living as the kid? Are they just squatting somewhere? Well, they've replaced the entire family, so they'll be living as the child. I don't suppose uh, Roxanne... Want to wanna, wanna stop you there, Abe? They're not. It's just the kid. Oh, it's just the kid? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why I had that otherwise impression. So did Roxanne, like, get any kind of photograph or anything? Well, I mean, I don't suppose they could have. They were a snake. Yeah, no. It'll it'll be Roxanne giving the description. All right. <sighs> okay. So again, she's asked you: Are they living as the kid, or what? I mean, they, they are. Right? They're posing yeah. as the child. Yeah. Or there's just some like some sort of feral child that wandered in from the woods one day and just started going to school, and everyone's like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> I hate it when I'm when I'm out there in my garden and I'm attacked by thirty to fifty feral children while I'm feeding my hogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are posing as the child. They would be trying to imitate their mannerisms and general way of being as closely as possible. To my knowledge, there's not really any tells that we can work off of. Okay, 
So then, yeah, we'll we'll get missing persons files up, and ideally, somebody who knows the kid will see them and either call us to tell us that we are incorrect and the child is with their parents, or that they've located them. Yeah, we can get that going. Just if you have a physical description, come on down. Go. We can get this going. Right, we'll do it as soon as possible. And Roxanne, you know, Steiner can tell you the plan. Roxanne, you can get to the station. It's not difficult to get there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is the first time you've actually met her. I think you've only ever spoken by phone. No, we met her once. We went to go investigate the uh, body when you were not expecting right, to yeah, we, do that. Right, yeah, we met her at right. the very least one time. I don't remember if I was there specifically, but in general, we've met. No, I, th- I yes. think I was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because remember, I had to hold back making pig jokes. Yes, I do remember that. I remember that. <laughs> All the way back during the archer fight. Yup. That was... That was fight number nine. We are currently on fight number 20. So you'll, you'll excuse me if I don't have perfect that's, no, that's, that's fine. That's Jeez, fair. the archer fight was that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised that it was fight nine. I was thinking it would be lower than that. Roxanne, uh, do I want to have Roxanne... Do I want to make you roll to give a good description? That seems kind of weird, because I don't really know what the kid looks like as a person. So I can't even, like, roleplay this well. Yeah, okay. I'll just say that you you give her accurate information. I give her information that's as accurate as I can make it. You know, third grader uh, looked to be about X height, uh, X colored hair. Probably don't know the eye color. Yeah. Height, build, skin color, uh, age, and then like a description of the face, which was something you were able to see. And a pretty good police sketch is crafted from this. And then we do a bit of a clock wipe. Yeah, we are still waiting on Prince Dweer, aren't we? Yes. Uh, we'll get back to that because, again, time is horseshit in the Wilds, and I can just have things happen whenever I want to in there. Flow of time is convoluted. <laughs> but Earthside, two days pass, and Nothing happens. Steiner doesn't get a call back from Officer Roslin. However, on the afternoon of the second day, Steiner does get a phone call from a number he doesn't recognize. Um, hello? Who is this? Hi, is this Edwin Steiner? Speaking. Who are you? Can I help you? Okay. Good. Hi, my name's David Wilson. 
We've uh, we've met a couple of times. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. Hi. So I recall that you hunt monsters and other magical nonsense. Indeed, I do. I suppose you have a monster that you wish to be wish hunted. Sort of. It's really just so I can honestly tell my daughter that nothing's wrong. I don't like. I don't like telling my kids things that I'm not sure about. See, she came home the other day with a missing persons poster of one of her classmates. Go on. And she insists that while he never left, he's been acting really nervous lately. David, you may have just solved a large problem for me. Okay. Tell your daughter that everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And I will deal with this personally. Also, tell your daughter to avoid rings of flowers in the woods. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's... Sure. That's just a piece of information I will give my children. <laughs> ah, but again, thank you. That is actually genuinely very helpful. I've just kind of plopped the solution to the problem in my lap, so... Thank you very much for calling. You're very welcome. And then, you know... Ask him how his new tires are working out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> remember that bit? <laughs> yeah, I remember that bit. But yeah, he'll, he'll give you the name of the school and which room it is so you know you know where you're going just hang up just like i thank him and hang up well you're not going to believe this Roxanne, do you remember remember dave well you both would remember yeah we they both met him oh yes. dave grant has very much met dave I don't know if, if Colin has decided that Grant remembers Dave's name yet. But, like, Dave? Does Steiner know how that, whatever? The guy from the mountain. And Disneyland. Oh, Dan! <laughs> Dave. <laughs> right, that's what I said, Dan. Well, I just got a phone call from him, and he's. He told me that his daughter brought home one of the missing persons posters. Uh. Apparently the she has a classmate that has been acting very nervous lately. That's well, I could just sum up the conversation. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of serendipity. If it's been seven, if it's been if it's been a couple days, I'm gonna go ahead and heal that last harm. Actually, yeah, it's been two days. If any of you have harm left, you can get rid of it. I guess we all just like blow it up into the Steiner mobile and head over yeah. to the Steiner mobile. Uh, I, I do not have a a map for this, so I have no pictures to give you. So we're that's heading fine. to Willow Elementary School. So that's a spot in Glendora. 
closer to Emery's place than Steiner's, but still not far to go in either direction. And it's a pretty nice little, like, K-5. through The the kindergartners have their own, like, separate building in the back. That's two classrooms, and then there's sort of a a one, two, and three zone, and then a four and five zone. Now, let's not get arrested (laughs) while trying to pick this child out of the group. (laughs) Yep. Roll act under pressure to not be conspicuous. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Grant rolled at a minus one because of the hair and the vest and the uh, facial on. scars. I'm I'm kidding, but also okay. I in my heart I'm not kidding. Oh no! <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because that's a fucking three. No. You mean the chaos emeralds? <laughs> <laughs> I see you failing miserably at being cool. <laughs> Roxanne, if you could also roll me act under pressure. You're at an elementary school. You're trying not to be conspicuous. Yeah. An eight. Okay. I well, my little brother. Uh, I, I did say Grant with the hair and the vest and the brand on your face. You're, you're kind of a problem. And just y- you hanging around at elementary school... And I'm going to be real here. Uh, I know this part of Glendora pretty well. This is a really white area. So, you're, uh... <laughs> to be fair, that all averages out to 6.66 repeating. So that should be that should be an average of seven. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody literally just fucking stops you on the street and say, "Hey, do you live around here?" Grant nope. gets arrested. <laughs> That's happened to me before, by the way. Uh, yeah, Grant, you are... The looks you are getting from the people around you, like, you know, this is a bunch of middle-class white people, so they're not looking to, like, start shit in the street, but the Mm -hmm. looks you are getting are saying, like, the Glendora Sheriff's Department is going to be called if you do not remove yourself from the premises. I guess I'll fucking, like, walk to McDonald's then. (laughs) You could also be a distraction. Uh, how much no. do you... How how dedicated are you to the Ravens, Grant? Uh, dedicated enough to not get arrested. So I'm going to McDonald's while you two do the hard work. I'm getting a Sunday. You cannot stop me. Give me some fries. They'll be cold by the time he gets back with them. You know this. I don't care. I want some fries. Oh, but uh, but Grant, uh, as you are leaving, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you sort of turn around and start walking, and you got your face like looking at there's the like sidewalk for a moment. Four old, you... There's four white ladies trying to follow you, but look like they're not following you. They're being <laughs> really bad at it. But Grant, uh, you bump into Dave. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no problem. I 
keep talking. Okay. Do you want he some fries? He doesn't. He doesn't remember me, and like, or at least he shouldn't remember me. He was not there. I did not even think to invite him, and like, the I'm not trying to draw suspicion. So, yeah. Sorry. Bye. All right. Just wanted to see how you'd react. Okay. But. Roxanne and Steiner, you two aren't like, you're not Grant levels of suspicious, but Roxanne in particular, because she's got sort of weird lines on her joints post-transformation, so she kind of sticks out a little bit. Steiner just kind of looks like a 35-year-old dude. But you're both unfamiliar faces. Like parents who hang around at the gates waiting for their kids to be let out kind of tend to like learn each other's faces if not names to our very unfamiliar faces at like the third month of the year just kind of showing up so no one's taking action yet but you are your presence is noted hmm and uh your presence in particular is noted by Dave. Ah, uh, I... Do I notice Dave? Like, obviously, Steiner, Dave doesn't recognize you because you've lost 10 years, but Roxanne, you look like yourself, just with some extra ink, so... Recognizes no, you, I... at least. Hey, Dave, how's it going? I'm being bubbly. I'm trying to fit in. This is how parents talk. <laughs> Hey, Roxanne. Um, well, I'm nervous since it's been all but confirmed that my daughter's school has been invaded, but otherwise I'm in good health. Uh, That's a strong way to put it. I know you, don't I? Hmm? Oh. I'm sorry, I was a little bit distracted. Uh, hi, uh, went on the juice cleanse. We did wonders. Yeah, we left him too long in the mud at the spa, and he just came out like this. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's bullshit, but I'm going to choose to believe it. <laughs> I could tell you the actual reason, but believe me when I say you don't actually want to know. I'll take your word for it. Uh, also, I wouldn't worry about your daughter. She's not in any danger. None of the children here are. <sighs> All right. Well, I mean, if you two want to scope out her class, you might as well just come with me. I'm a known face around here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's actually very helpful. I've got a stupid plan. <laughs> do we ever have Kay. smart plans? I don't think we do. No, I just had a very smart plan. I went to McDonald's when I was acting suspicious. (laughs) Yeah, but now you're in a McDonald's. Uh, True. The poorest choice of all. Uh, Oh, but, but, but Grant has the chicken nugs. So who's the stupid one in this group now? Yeah, seriously. No, mom, I don't want vegetables. I want chicken nuggets. (laughs) (sighs) Hey there, kitten. 
French fries are oh, a vegetable. God. French fries are a vegetable. <laughs> yes, Chloe. I've also seen that TikTok. It, oh, it's so it, uncomfortable. It, it made me profoundly uncomfortable. I, I fucking flinched. No. We'll talk about uh, it anyways. Later. Anyways, your your plan. What is stupid? Uh, stupid plan. I pretend to be Steiner's wife. We're moving to the school district. We know that we're friends with Dave. He's showing us around the school because we were thinking of moving here with our kid. Yeah, all right. That's that's a cover story and a half. Now we know sure. why we're out of school. Okay. Okay. So. Dave takes you over to one of the one of the classroom buildings. It's one of those ones where it's like, you know, six classrooms in one building and there's sort of like three doors on one side of the building, three doors on the other, and there's like a wall that goes through it on the inside. We're heading out to the uh, to the extended classrooms. The place that they built after they got rid of all the portables at my elementary school. <laughs> and it is he, he takes you in like right before the bell rings so you know none of the none of the f- folks on campus what would shoo a bunch of adults without passes out are like gonna jump on you and the bell rings a few seconds pass Dave's daughter comes back barreling out the door and she is still the coolest little eight-year-old on the planet i make a joke about how did how did you have a kid this cool dave he makes a joke of 90 percent of it came from my ex-wife now you feel bad i believe it i've seen his ex-wife he doesn't know that but i've seen her (laughs) that's not creepy at all I've seen your ex-wife, and I know that you're telling the truth. I saved his life. I'm allowed to be a little creepy. (laughs) Oh, is that the metric? Okay. Okay. But not too far behind her comes out a dead ringer for the kid you saw in the hidey hole in the spring forest. And... Target acquired. He looks at the two of you and freezes like a deer in headlights. I smile and wave. Why does he know what we look like? I probably glow like a fucking lighthouse to that kid. Yeah, he's an elf and you two are both highly magical individuals. I pretend to be oblivious. (laughs) Oh, we're made. I smile and wave. Oh my god, Steiner. He knows. He fucking knows. He looked right at us. It's not like he's he's not like his vision is based on movement. If we stay still, it'll just pass on. Yeah, but it should be a coincidence. Ha! <laughs> Either way, he power walks over to in fire quotes his parents. And they leave. I make note of their license plate if I can. This would be an excellent time for Grant to not be in McDonald's. (laughs) It would be. But alas, I rolled a three. We know somebody at the DMV. 
They can look up license plates, I think. Was that a thing that I that's true or did I make that up? You made that up, but you do know somebody who works at the police department. We can look up some plates, I'm sure. Yeah. That is actually where we're going to call it. <laughs> you know, I'm actually genuinely interested to find out if for some reason this kid just knew who we are beyond just, hey, here's some two fucking weirdly magical people. I mean, the kid <laughs> is not a kid. Well, the kid's still a kid. Also, but, like they're doing some super shit. They're so he he's a fey kid, so he's not like eight years old Earth time. He's not like I think Transformers and Pokemon are the coolest things on Earth, kid. Well, no, it's it's developmentally he is like temporally we wouldn't consider him a child. Like he's he's probably got a couple of decades under his belt, but developmentally because of how. Faye age. He is in the child stage of his life. Says a child. He's actually a 10,000 year old elf who only looks like a child. Fuck nope. off. <laughs> no. Go to jail. You said it. You said it. Also, if the kid has any taste, he thinks Pokemon and Transformers are the coolest thing on the planet. Unfortunately, he's <laughs> too old for what? Bionicle. Depends oh, on the Transformers. There's a oh, lot of man. bad Transformers. Did Transformers Prime come out by this point? No. This this Fey child is like having an Earth childhood for a couple of days. Well, that's got to be a fucking culture shock and a half. Ape, you fucking moron! Yes, it did. Wait, really? Yeah. I thought the that was 2014 ep- at the latest. No, like no. Uh, the. The first episode of Transformers Prime aired on November 26th of 2010. Huh. Man, my sense of time is all right. fucked. Like, this kid who who used to, like, wake up every morning and eat fruit and, I don't know, fucking lumbus bread, whatever horse shit they got in the Wilds, is now waking up <laughs> ah. every morning and eating Captain Crunch. They've had pancakes and now they're never going back to the Wilds. <laughs> you mean I can just have all of this sugar? <laughs> all right. Why do you think right, Scab right. is just so obsessed with IHOP? Because he's a fucking Never goblin. allowed a help. And I know that he's not a goblin, he's a gremlin, but you understand what I'm saying. But he is the he's the son of a goblin. Oh, never mind then. Okay, so uh, Grant failed two rolls. Roxanne failed one. I don't suppose we have uh, any level ups from those. I don't think I actually failed those... that because Grant helped me with it. Colin yeah, helped me with and it. Yeah, and I didn't fail that one roll because uh, I did bump that up to a seven. Uh, but I did get one experience point, but that's not enough for me. Uh, Steiner, the had, six you rolled. I on... had a plus one forward. Okay. From, uh, from the, uh, the, that was your healing roll, and that was from yeah. your kick some ass. Yes. Okay, so we had one, fail one roll. failed roll today. Grant, did you level up? Nope. All right then. 
I'm still at three out of two. Uh, three out of two? I'm sorry. Three, uh, three out of five. Okay. Three with two left. Three out three of five. Three out of two ain't bad. <laughs> so, um, good session, everybody. I, I hope you are still enjoying this especially strange hunt that I've yeah, given no, you. I, I like I'm this. It's a literal hunt. Yeah. We're literally having to hunt down something instead of just like we find thing and then we murder thing. Man hunt, but three crimson ravens are chasing me. <laughs> uh, I am. I am very glad that Colin rolled such that I could put a little bit of combat in this one. I was not expecting to put any combat in this one. Thank you, Ape, for the fucking insect hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. I think those exist in real life. Hummingbird bugs exist in real life, but not as moth, terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I gotta Google it. Yeah. Real life hummingbirds are like aggressive little shits. Only to each other, though. They're, like, super hyper-competitive because they have to be. Otherwise, they will starve to death. Yeah. I Hummingbird. imagine. Okay, there's a couple of them. Yeah. Hummingbird, Hummingbird hot moth. moth. Hummingbird clear wing. The white, white lean sphinx. sphinx. We are all looking at the same Google result. We all just Googled Hummingbird moth. Imagine if you ran into a fucking hummingbird moth and were just like, oh yeah, that's a hummingbird. <laughs> I've done didn't that. even think about the fact that it was a moth. Yeah, no, I've done I've literally done that. Uh hummingbirds have little meetings, and if like the beginning of the meetings, they have to wave a lamp around to find out who are the moths. <laughs> oh, I love playing that game. Uh, I want to own a hummingbird moth, and I want to call it Clementine. Uh, I'm sure it's a reference so, I don't get. All right. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so, next time, uh, we are going to continue this nonsense. Let's see. What what have we what have we done so far? We have successfully identified where Idria is holding the kid. The kid's name is Eric. I can stop calling him the kid now. Successfully identified where Idria is holding the kid. You have created the sword that can be used to cut the bonds between the parasites. And presumably that's also maybe going to have something to do with how you, like, kill them proper-like. That remains to be determined. But we'll have to figure out, number one, how you are going to apprehend Perud without, like causing all kinds of problems and two, how you're going to extract all of the parasites next time it will probably be some sort of minor terrorism (laughs) Uh, speaking of next time, please join us for next time and thank you for being here for this time folks at home, I value your presence even though you're not here in the room with me or here in the call with us, I value your participation in this endeavor. I hope that you keep it up. Thank you for watching. <laughs> I definitely have interrupted Cat five times. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for watching. Thank you, Thank you for listening. Watching. Listening. Thank you for watching this podcast. Thank you for watching all of our synesthetic listeners. I value you most of all. Good night. Wow. Rude to the other listeners. I'm willing to be a little bit rude to show a small group of people a bit of extra love. Thank you for observing us, viewer. <laughs> <laughs>